Welcome to the Honest War Gamer. It's Battle Tome Saturday. Our new tradition on the Honest War Gamer, where every day, every time there's a Battle Tome pre order slash all the information goes out, we hang out in the Twitch chat. Let's go Battle Tome Saturday. Uh, I am 10 minutes late. I'm sorry. Um, uh, but I was very, very tired yesterday. So, uh, back, on, back in action today. I'm excited. I'm going to open up my shirt i'm so excited uh hello chat uh, imagine the smell day honk great point mj pegasus big love to you baron quack hello uh i'm sure i saw you ask what is about him now i'll talk about that in a minute Agilai, uh thank you so much for resubscribing uh and also a uh, big shout out to stigby for donating 10 pounds to the show it's very much true. and pragmatic oh it's pragmatic oh oh you little you little bud you little fucking bud uh thanks bud uh, i've heard good things about the nurgle tome i've heard described as fully sick okay all right okay maybe we should rein it in and we should do a bit less of that whatever you're doing mr fire the five gifted 10 minutes by 10 minutes shame oh wait did someone did someone donate five gift subs if it was you call me quinn thank you uh was it you was it someone i don't know got him uh right uh give me puns chat give me puns all right well listen we're gonna do the nurgle stuff um obviously i didn't get the book ahead of time obviously we don't have a relationship with games workshop it's excellent it means um uh we get to uh have fair and honest review but it does mean that we have to work a little bit harder but i don't mind that never been never been work shy as a person so i'm confident about that so it does mean that we're going to get all of the screenshots of the content creators who do stuff either into whatsapp or into the discord this is where we 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 form up as a team chat right so there must be i know call me quinn's uh, a mod of both um we might in our discord start getting uh the screenshots that we need and then we'll have everything we need to review the battle tome ourselves or at least take a first look right of uh what's happening so uh we'll try and get that done as soon as possible um uh so let me just find uh i don't know where to where we should put it in the discord somewhere somewhere useful um no we got to find out uh, we got to wait and see okay are they releasing the nurgle candle to go with the new tome yeah they do um rocking up to an event with 30 youtube screenshots is perfect uh oh call me quinn call me quinn yeah you're right i mean i got close enough i got close enough i recently in an candle no uh check it this lab leaked some uh no it's it, we don't need to leak anything it doesn't need to be about that uh because there's already so we're going to look at da, 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 uh the goonhammer article uh for a quick overview and then we'll deep dive the actual information uh i know the gmg video is up uh so i'm just gonna wait for everyone to screenshot that stuff uh send it to my chat um and then uh we'll have the whole thing um which is pretty exciting so we're gonna go through this right now if um oh lucas mine thanks for donating 10 pounds uh that's so nice yeah uh so we're gonna go through this talk about it see how we feel so if you guys want to have a read of it um and then uh look at all the rules basically baron quack what's the question from him open for new epidemius minis so no there's no there's no new minis with this oh no there is there's the sorcerer right there's the sorcerer is the one new mini 
and that's it. Wow, it's an early start. I plan to try and do some early starts next week, so it's, it's a good good tie. All right, let's go through this article together, shall we? What's changed? Uh, if you don't want to read the detailed breakdown of what's changed, you just want bullet points, note the army is very different to what it's been. Skipping the entire edition will do that. Highly recommend reading through the whole thing, but here's a big picture of stuff. Okay. Right, they were really salty about the fact that, had, like, Nurgle Battletome had, like, three updates during AOS 2. They got sub-factions, they got different abilities, they had, like, big FEQ changes, like, they got some pretty good stuff. Uh, basically, Morning Cabbage. Um, completely new cycle of corruption. Okay, so we don't know what that is yet, So, but I think that's in the detail below. Slower Army. This is actually a worry of me. Uh, thanks, Dan Brooke, for donating £4.31, and I hope you get better. Look after yourself, Dan. Um, thanks, man. Thanks, bud. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, damn buddy. Uh, complete new cycle of corruption. We'll ignore that. Slower army. Games are subscribed about every movement buff out of the army. Great and clean one bell. Doesn't give them extra move. Unnatural vitality from the wheel. Doesn't give them extra move. And even the normals run and charge buffs. So that's the thing that I was probably most worried about. Uh, that should read 9669. It does. Dan, it really does. Congratulations. You've done it. This is 9669. You have smashed it. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad that made you happy. <laughs> um, many units are also an inch slower than they used to be, which overall makes them an army that's going to struggle to play objectives. Summoning and deep strike becomes more essential than before. Well, I mean, that's a, like, this is genuinely a massive concern, right? Like, Nurgle was fast before, so it was able to threaten the backboard. And with no shooting, like, Iron Jaws do lots of output, but it's the ability to move twice, which is really what puts them into that punching field. If you had the Iron Jaws army, but you couldn't do um, Mighty Destroyers, is that what we're looking at? War Scrolls aren't updating the app yet, other than the Stormcast on all releases. Call Me Quinn. I don't think they will till next week, Call Me Quinn, basically. Um, morning, Kdred. Hope you're well. Uh, this could be a genuine issue. This is kind of the thing I'm most am interested to see how. So I know that the whole thing gets a five up ward tougher. The whole army has a five up ward, which is uh, it's thematic not broken to play again. Then, um, uh, talking about Nurgle, I don't think Nurgle was broken before, like even close. Stats also agree with that. Um, but the the running thing was was very was very good. Uh, so the whole army's got a five-up ward, including the mortals, which is huge for your Puskor Blight Lords, um, your Blight Kings, all mortals with a five-up ward is great. And if we go back and we watch Cabbage's, uh, Colonel Cabbage's Amulet of Destiny video, we know how good that five-up ward is. Because actually, when we start looking at things like Blight Kings, right, uh, when they've got four wounds, they might have five wounds now. We'll work it out in a minute. Um the amount of damage we're going to have to do to them is significant because, uh, so bullshit puns aside, are they doing slow and methodical Nurgle in AOS sort of like with what they did in 40k? Yes, they are. Five up ward and slow. We'll see whether or not that is effective, really. So it's it sounds already like you'll be building another DPS check army. Like, because you might not if you don't have the ability to do an outflank so i'm hoping uh gut rot spume and everything else still gives you the ability to do this is so much fun because i get to do like all the um all my hopes as we're finding the information out so you can like 
this is the reason I wanted to do this was because oftentimes when I turn up on a Monday show, having read through all this and asked all these questions myself already, and I'm like, I don't think this thing is good or this is rubbish. Yeah. So my immediate question is, how do I build an army that outflanks or alpha strikes? If I can't, then already the army can't do something. Okay. Can I build a castle gunline army? Well, with no shooting in the army, that's also off the table. Right. So I'm slowly being forced into one style of play. So then your army becomes what's the best and most efficient style of play at that level. So it already sounds like a DPS check army, DPS check army and it feels like a DPS check army like because it's got no other options, right? So far. Uh, yes, Bobbin. Woo-hoo! Uh, I like the idea of slow but tough force moving forward, but 50 Sentinels will have them before they get to midboard. Well, let's be 50 Sentinels won't, uh, and also they should go up in points in the FAQ. It's 20 points they go up, I'm pretty certain, which isn't enough, but um, I think things that are more the issue are things that can do some pretty prodigious output in the midboard, but we'll see, right? Because if you can only get to the midboard by turn one, that means you can only threaten the back line by turn two. Uh, anyway, anyway. Well, we don't know yet. Five up ward, massive. And on things that might have a four up save like Blight Kings, they're going to be all over the place, right? Uh, more expensive. In many cases, stuff is way more expensive. There are a few that buck the trend, but if you're paying a premium for the tanky units, it makes an army that is much more elite. Mm. Okay. A slow attrition force. <laughs> a slow tanky attrition force. Okay. And fewer mortal wound output. Okay, a slow, tanky attrition force with no output. <laughs> oh no, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> like, this is an article that sells things. I've not gone through this yet, but I'll outline my concerns from the first five minutes of the Visage Mallet video. The army is an MP debuff the enemy DPS check army. They will sit on objectives and not let the opponent play with their toys. That's my concern. Let's see what we get. Uh, is that what you said, Cabbage? Um uh is that your opinion also cabbage if you're watching a video i've got uh, can i send you a google doc and we we uh we can put some notes in there together no know what i'm saying Fan fancy doing that along with me um uh where's my uh that's your concern okay yeah that's my concern too uh but we shall see uh charlie oh no Oh no. Anyway, all right, let's carry on. Let's carry on, shall we? Plenty of time to fill this in today. Uh, I turned it off once I found you online. Okay. Um, so we already know about diseased. We know about doing mortal wounds. Uh, this all new ability, so we know about that already. Legion of Chaos. Uh, two in four units can be slaves to darkness if they have the mark of chaos keyword, and this must be Nurgle, of course. One in four units can be Clan Pestilence, so you still get a cheap Rat Priest. Oh, okay. One in four units can be Beast of Chaos, so long as they don't already have Zinch, any other, and any other units gains Nurgle. Okay. So it's become a running theme in the Mono Good Books in the future. So two in four units can be Slaves to Darkness, if they have the Market Chaos keyword. One in four can be Clan Pestilence. All right, so great, 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 great that you can still. That's super thematic. Really happy about that, I think, if you... What do you guys think? I like, I'm pretty excited about that personally. Um, uh, 
gain Nurgle, not Magikin of Nurgle. Now require Magik. Uh, I've changed so much the abilities now require Magikin of Nurgle keyword, which means that coalitions will not benefit from most of the battle traits from this book, except this becomes a running theme in other mono good books as well. Okay, yeah. So it's Magikin of Nurgle that do diseased weapons and do the aura. So you're basically ability locked out, right? Gain Nurgle, not Magikin of Nurgle. So you're not going to put these in your army because you can't run like cheap um uncle raiders to try and get the buff off on your opponent like the debuff on your opponent and do those initial ticks um so you just won't take these at all right because why would you like yes because if you're not even if you're not even doing diseased like if if your ally isn't even bringing diseased it best brings something really good and if it doesn't bring anything really good then what's the point in it being there basically um like that's pretty wild. Uh, I like it. What is up, Matt Readiness? Hope you're well. Uh, you might take some beasts for speed, but not for anything else. Yeah. It's true. Okay. You'll notice Disgusting Resilient is missing from the War Scrolls, and there's a good reason for that. It's a faction ability now. So Disgusting Resilient, everyone's got a five-up ward. Wow. Everything also heals one wound, which is going to be massive on your characters, um, in addition with the heroic recovery. It's not a lot, but it's free. Um, some heroes increase this to D3 instead to 40 units within 14. So these are great and clean ones, Gotkin, Festus, Leechord, and Horticular Slimux. So everything heals. So each hero phase, every great and clean one, the Gotkin, Festus, Leechord, they're all going to heal D3, not including heroic recovery. Amulets for everyone. Army-wide amulet is pretty nuts. Um, mortal players, uh, Black Kings have four wounds with a five-up ward. Four wounds with a five-up ward. Wow. So what they come in units of five, right? So it's 20 wounds with a five-up ward. No idea what that must cost. That's that's like two eunuchs of Phoenix Guard, right? Yeah, it's two tens of Phoenix Guard. What even uh Phoenix Guards cost at the minute? Like 180? How much are Blight Kings gonna be? How much are five Blight Kings gonna be? Because that the thing is their output won't match their tankiness. Um, a Blight King's 175, MJ. Like, generally, it was that... Uh, uh, there were 21 wounds with a 5 war before with a horse uh, support guy, says Sasgo. Yes, they were. They were. Um, uh, but now you don't have to take that. No Phoenix Guard at 175. Thanks, MJ. Big love to you. Okay. Because that, that is going to be hard to point because you're going to point them as a tank. Um, like... Like, they're going to be a tank, but, like, what's that? Where's that output going to come from in the army? That's what I'm asking for. Uh, so, you summon the same. Uh, one more per, per net effect in uh, which is actually a decrease from the D3 previously they generated. If you have seven, you can spend at the end of your movement phase to summon the unit to the table. Um, generally, Nurglings and Plague Bearers, since they cost eight and 14 points, respectively, for objective control. Great and clean ones seem like a small height, 30 points to bring one in. This means you want to have a unit hanging back in your territory. Units can quickly get into enemy territory. Units that can quickly get into enemy territory. Can we get anyone in? Uh, this kind of had me excited to see other faction updates as far as power scaling goes, says DV, uh, DV lane. Yeah, I, 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 you get a better idea. Like, I often... Uh, Blight Kings 250? I don't know yet. I haven't seen. Let me, let me go to my... 
uh, my device of leaking. <laughs> uh, where I, oh, here we go. I've got lots of stuff now. Uh, the wheel. Okay, we've got pictures of the wheel. Um, uh, oh, wow. One of the wheels is, we haven't even got that yet. Have we got that? Plague of Misery? Oh, fuck me. Um, device of leaking. Sounds like a difficult thing. <laughs> yeah, wait, do we know that Plague Bearers are 250? Uh, Plague Kings are 250. Sorry, let me write this down. If you guys know. I like writing it down um, as I go. Uh, so it's going to be a slow stream today. We're going to just enjoy ourselves. Uh, so don't get... Uh, uh, so five, and it's 250 for five. If you have any more points, feel free to put them in the chat, and I'll, I'll put them into my master document for myself, uh, which would be cool. Um, right, okay. Uh, saves oh, does open up the protection against alphas and has a decent spell law. Also, units with no retreating abilities are interesting with Nurgle, especially if Bile Piper is still able to prevent pilings. Saves does open up some protection against alphas, which you're going to have to do because of Iron Jaws. Iron Jaws are super popular, so you're going to have to try and protect yourself against that. Um, and as a decent spell law, also units with no retreating abilities are interesting with Nurgle. Um, I'm still worried about moving into the midboard, right? Um, updated, call me Quinn. Hey, call me Quinn. Uh, DM me your email and I'll, I'll send you a link to the Google Doc I'm working on, if you fancy uh, being a gangster and helping me out while we're hanging out together today. Um, oh, yeah, call me Quinn. Yes. Love that. Love that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah send it me um send me your email yo do that uh wheel of contagion um the way the wheel works is exactly the same as before you roll a d6 at the start of the first battle round and it paces along at the next step at the start of each battle round thereafter the names of lives remain but the effects are completely different and there's no longer a spell to move the wheel to what you want either in fact, there's only one way to manipulate the wheel, and it's once per game command trait that you general can take. Oh no. Terror El Terrible uh, is what that is. Um, uh, uh, okay, give me a second, gang. Sorry about this. Oh no. Oh no. Done something wrong. There we go. Is it digital? Oh, no. Not that. One second, gang. Sorry, I'm just doing doing some admin. Right, okay. There we go. That's the one I'm trying to do. Uh, okay. Do, do, do. You guys can still see this? Yeah, good. Uh, Fat Ward say, Black Kings are four wounds. Uh, I'm here and late as always. Brother Scar, don't worry about it. Um, unnatural vitality. Okay, so, the wheel. Alright. Mankin and Nurgle heroes have a 4-up ward instead of 5-up ward. This replaces plus 2-inch movement, which is going to be very controversial. All your movement must have been replaced across the board too, which will lead to a much lower army. So, if you want to, you can manipulate the wheel, and it's once per it's a once-per-game command trait. Okay, so is it going to be worth taking it, is the point. Uh, so, everything pointing at shooting meta versus Nurgle again, says Matt Readiness. I don't know Matt Readiness. I haven't read it all yet. Like, maybe... 
maybe. Um, but I, I, I still worry about their ability to move into the midboard, and I worry about their output, right? Like, you, like Iron Jaws, for instance, are outputy and tanky. The Dragons are outputty and tanky. Formulators are outputty and tanky. So um, it's really, yesterday might be a DPS check, but are they also a damage? Like, can they also do the damage in return, right? Um, uh, having a four up ward on all of your characters is pretty big. If like got because Gotkin's got a five up ward now, which is amazing. So Gotkin stonks huge. Um, uh, they, I always worry about the Goonhammer term reviews. Yeah, Muckwerp. I'm I'm basically reading through this first to give me kind of an overview in my head before we look at the detail. And because the the battle term reviews have gone live at ten a.m., so forty three minutes ago, most of them won't have finished um for people to screenshot everything so basically by the time we go through this article they'll have screenshot everything we can go and get the detail um look at the detail and then have a deeper deeper insight i think um yeah uh they have a great overview like it's a good overview second figure all units deal all units heal d3 instead of one uh in your hero phase place the plus one to wound hard saves but oh, i don't care about that uh okay uh, this is the only ability to repeat from the old wheel, just a different place. It was previously on the unrollable seven spot on the old wheel. Okay. So all units heal D3 wounds instead of just one in your own hero phase. All units heal D3 instead of one. That's good. Army-wide heal D3, especially on a bunch of characters. But the characters already have it, so it doesn't benefit the characters. So I feel like it's really not good, right? Uh, MJ says, I don't mind the loss of the movement at all. Having 20 Black Kings running and charging at plus three or four or whatever was bollocks. Can't see why Nurgle is an alpha army as well as resilient. Just my two pence. Hey, MJ, I'm not against it. And actually, maybe I'm like not really thinking it through at the moment because I'm still in old book mode, which is what I've got to unlearn. The Puskal of Blight Lords and Plague Drones all having a five-up ward is much better. So actually, they do have some faster units now than they did previously. More what I was saying was, is if you can't build an army to do X, like, so let's say there are like four or five different ways, like you've got shooting castles, uh, like gunline armies, you've got alpha armies, you've got midboard control armies, you've got debuff armies. Like right now, we're pretty certain we can't build a shooting castle or an alpha army with our Nurgle army. Though we don't know what the Puskoil Blight Lords and the Blight Drones are going to be able to do. So actually, they do have some fast elements in their army. But I agree with you that Blight Kings running and charging and Plague Bearers running and charging was dumb. Um, so I'm glad that's gone. But I just am worried about these guys having like a corn problem. But they're a lot tankier than corn, obviously. So maybe it isn't an issue. Maybe like they're, they're, like they're not as fragile as I would think. Um, Right, at the start, you're in hero phase, roll number dice equal to each battle round. Each four plus is an extra command point. Great uh, great in a late game. Total shift is the first thing you roll. Replaces dealing one mortal wound to non-Nurgle units and healing Nurgle units on a five plus. Replaces dealing one mortal wound to non-Nurgle units and healing Nurgle units on a five plus, which is the worst abilities on the original wheel. Oh, okay. Um, start your own hero phase, roll number dice equal to for the extra command point weirdly though you actually want extra command points like probably turns two three turns five four and five the game's over i mean you're not going to complain uh, and it's just a four plus so this is this is fine but it doesn't matter really um uh, plague of misery heroes without the nurgle keyword cannot do any heroic actions 
Heroes, without the Nurgle keyword, cannot do any heroic actions and cannot order the Rally or Inspiring Presence commands. Um, as written, unit champions can still, which isn't clear if it's an oversight or intentional, replaces reroll Battleshock rolls of one, which can't do worse than that, yeah. So, I mean, uh, can't do heroic actions. It's pretty big for like a heal in the mid game um for their finest hour in that turn where they want to go crazy really nice against like some of the bigger god characters uh yeah so no best day ever which normally is like a defensive like um in their finest hour is often used in a defensive mode because it's basically a free plus one save isn't it or technically it's a free plus one save ignore rend one because you uh best day ever and then you all out defense um and no extra cp also good point colonel cabbage Although I would say best day ever is the one that's affected most, right? Nauseous revulsions. Enemy units that are not Nurgle subtract one from all charge rolls and cannot finish piling moves closer to friendly Nurgle units. Uh, cannot finish piling moves closer to friendly Nurgle units? What does that mean? Cannot finish piling moves closer to friendly Nurgle units. That needs, I need to read that properly <laughs> on the actual rule. Uh, but minus one charge is actually pretty math mathematically effective. Uh, Rampant Seas, add one to all disease rolls for those uh, are the mortal wounds at the battleshot phase. Places dealing D3 mortals to D3. Uh, yeah, okay. So plus one, so it becomes a three up. This is really good on like turn two, three when you just want to do loads. Um, uh, so, so cannot pile into Nurgle units so you cannot get close, right? We don't know what that one means. We just need to read the rule properly. It's just written badly. Like I do this all the time. Like I write notes to myself, um, like I uh, I write notes to myself and then I go back and was like, what the fuck was I even, what did I even mean by that rule? Uh, that happens. Uh, corrupted regrowth, gain one command point for each feculent Narmor in your army in your hero phase. Gain one command point for each feculent Narmor in your army in your hero phase. If you end up going second, good reason to set up as many normals as you can. If you know it's coming up soon, replace healing D3 wounds. Uh, gain one command point for each vector normal in your army uh, in your hero phase. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so the wheel. So the wheel, what stands out to me? Unnatural vitality um, is a big one. The feculent vigor is actually not as good as it sounds off the start of the bat because the characters already heal D3. Uh, hey, the fat nerd. Greetings from Australia. Hello to you. Uh, long time hydro homie. Ah, oh, what up, hydro homie? In fact, in honor of you, I'll take some water. Uh, I hope you're well. No, that's kind of how it's written in the book. What? Okay, check out. CP isn't command points, so they are contagion points. Uh, oh, where's that? Gain one command point. No, it says command point right there. For each feculent armor in your army, gain one command point. Um, I don't know where the other what CP one is. There's no CP. I wasn't like, thanks, check out for saying so, but I haven't seen. Uh, I have, don't think I mentioned CP. There's disease point, right? Contagion points, but it still says command point anyway, right there. So, um, I don't care about. Uh, who wrote this? In fact, we, let's be nice. Let's read the opinion of the author. And let's see uh, who wrote it. Uh, Ragnarok Angel. Okay, let's see how we feel about what Ragnarok Angel has said, shall we? Um, let's like see what their opinion is. 
I'm in two minds about the new wheel. Uh, uh, whoever wrote this fucked up, both Gorilla and Facehammer said Contagion. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, so, uh, our corrupted regrowth. I'll, uh, I'll go check that in a minute. Check out. So thank you. Uh, which would be, if that was true, it would be gain one uh, contagion point for each fucking normal in your army in your hero phase. How would you gain one contagion point? Because the units gain uh, contagion points. Uh, right? Uh, uh, right, okay. Because trees. Yeah, but like, would the units be, it doesn't, like, then it doesn't say in the rule that the unit has to be near? Uh, anyway, we'll just read the fucking book in a minute. Um, the new wheel is sick. I see what you did there. It was gross. Love this. Uh, contagion are summoning, not disease. Contagion points are summoning. Oh, yes, of course. There's also contagion points for summoning. Thank you. Thank you, Agile. So I was making that mistake. Big love. Contagion points used for summoning. Right. Thank you. Um, can't move. Not yet. Nauseous revulsion is what's written. Can't move closer in piling move does it mean mean the piling step okay so you can't pile in so which one is that one again uh rampant disease no nauseous revulsions any units that are not nurgle subtract one from all charge rolls and cannot finish piling moves closer to friendly nurgle units so as written <laughs> it can't be right you can charge them but they can't move again what <laughs> all right fine can't pile in army wide one turn i guess it's not the same as the opponent fighting twice right um uh hey cabbage 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 send me your email message me your email i've got a fucking doc for you i've got a master doc we can do it together gang 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 let me send it let me send it you uh instagram no uh discord me your email discord me your email Discord me an email to the Honest Wargamer. The Honest Wargamer. Uh, or, talk, or whisper, call me Quinn. In fact, can I whisper you on here? Uh, whisper? I'll whisper? Oh my god, I'm whispering you on this. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> oh no, it went, it disappeared. <laughs> Shit. Whisper? Nailed it. There you go, buddy. Uh, Sopity already has the ability to make stuff not pile in. But the whole army doing it is way better, right? For a turn. But I actually don't think not piling is that big a deal, right? Check out. Thanks for subscribing. Hope you're well. That's very kind of you. That's lovely. Wait, no inch Salah Ang piling. There goes my cop list. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Wow. That's huge. Cannot finish a piling moves closer to friendly no units. But you're going to need to take a command trait to choose this effect. Otherwise, it's random. Uh, okay. Um, so okay, yeah, so let's see what Ragnarok Angel said because I want to I want to I want to review the reviewer. Uh, I'm of two minds about the new wheel. I think on the whole, buffs got better, or at least were side grades to the original. On the other side, there is almost no way to change the wheel once it's set up. While there are perhaps too many ways to manipulate it before, such that a player who knew they were doing exactly buff they wanted almost on demand, it does make the mechanic basically uninteractive since it changes only once around. You'll be very restricted track that will feel very repetitive to the game uh okay i don't disagree with that i also think that the other thing is is like this is an additional this is an additional allegiance ability so your allegiance ability so far is if you get close to your opponent they start taking mortal wounds you can proc how much that is in combat with sixes and your army has a five up ward 
that's not bad allegiance abilities like they're not bad allegiance abilities um uh and then i guess the tree is a bonus like you don't care about, i guess it really depends what the sub factions do right can an entire pile in the entire battle round so charging with a monster units can do against big size units agree however once that first roll is made you can plan a few turns ahead yeah i agree hey mike stewart i hope you're well uh mike i still know no i need to send you into that whatsapp group so i'm on that okay um Command traits. There are nine traits to choose from for your general. Six for mortals and three for demon heroes. Okay. Grandfather's Blessing. Once per game, after the Wheel of Nurgle advances, you can advance it again. As mentioned, this is now the only way after the game. At per, once per game, after the Wheel of Nurgle advances, you can advance it again. As mentioned, this is now the only way to manipulate the wheel, so it might actually be worth considering. However, there are, so that means I roll the dice and I've got one. And it's after the wheel has advanced. So... It, the best I can do with that blessing is in turn two. So battle round, start battle round two, is push it from where it's going next to the one following. So really, i got to hope that I can... Ah, that's terrible. I don't think you'll use that. Like, that's nowhere near as effective. Um, uh, yeah, shite. That's, 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 so the wheel's just random. So like, you're just doing the wheel. The wheel's just there. The wheel's just there. Yes, chat. I love this. Uh, uh, Trollbits 40k. Hi, Rob. Where are my OG markers? Lol. Trollbits 40k. They're being made. They're going on pre-order very soon. It's like a Kickstarter, only it's just a pre-order. That's how they work. Uh, but thanks for being a first-time chat. I love you loads. That's super nice here. Uh, Infernal Conduit. If your general is alive on the battlefield, then roll a dice in your own hero phase. Oh, I forgot these ages that Sigma 3 command abilities. Uh, command traits they're all gonna fucking suck aren't they if your general is alive on the battlefield then roll a dice in your own hero phase on a one it does nothing two to five add one contagion point uh which is the summoning and adds and a six adds d3 if you want to lean summoning this is a nice way if your general's alive on the battlefield roll a dice in your own hero phase this is every heal for hero phase i can generate one <laughs> summoning point oh zeech is so giga fucked when they get a new book they're gonna be like i want to summon <laughs> Uh, there's a couple that don't suck. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, the wheel it equals the Gitz Moon. That's absolutely right. Uh, Living Plague. In your hero phase, roll dice for every enemy within seven inches on a two plus. That unit gains one disease point. You have a lot of ways to earn disease points, so it's a bit easy to skip this. I agree. Uh, after making a charge move with your general, roll a number of dice equal to the charge result and each six deals one mortal wound after make a charge move with your general roll a number of dice equal to the charge result and each six deals one mortal wound and adds one disease point that's terrible it's terrible there's literally i don't know if you guys know this but i'm a big fan of the storm strike chariot a lot of people said it wasn't very good and was hot trash but i completely have never said that and it wasn't the Twitch chat who convinced me that it's much better. So that sucks. That also sucks. <laughs> Gigs is paradise. You shut up. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, it's the bad. It's a bad ogre charge. Bloated with corruption. We're making a disgust. Uh, are you sure it wasn't TT that stole Markergate? Uh, I'm sure it was TT that stole Markgate. Uh, it wasn't. It might have been. Tabletop Titans might be responsible for it. Um, mm. 
bloated with corruption when making discuss and resilient role at uh, ward rolls uh, when you roll a six a unit within three inches gains a disease point at your discretion di di discretion discretion sorry discretion uh, it's nice that this isn't owned on a unit that was attacking you and resort works against magic and shooting so you roll a unit uh, six wait when making so i roll a make, i make a ward save i roll sixes uh a unit within three inches gains a disease a disease point at my discretion it's nice that this isn't the only way okay that's pretty good because right you can't you're gonna want to get into combat with your army because the way your army works you don't have any shooting so your army wants to get in a fight so and even your characters want to get in a fight they've all got a five up ward they can heal d3 um like very regularly so you don't mind getting them in a fight very much uh, enemies in seven inches can issue commands holding in seven inches and cannot receive commands okay <laughs> okay all right it's overpowering stench that's the one you're choosing uh, <laughs> uh well if you go for no if you go for mortals oh that's mortals okay we haven't seen the demon ones okay uh so those are mortals so overpowering stench is the one you're gonna take um like it's like no like they're all a no this one okay um and if you're demon general okay so and obviously they want the demons to be good uh gift of febrile frenzy once per battle the general can give all magic king units wholly within seven inches plus one attack with all melee profiles wholly within seven inches with all melee profiles every turn wait on all melee profiles what's about all, the general can give all magic units but including itself uh uh cabbage you're a fucking star cabbage um just multiple choice with a very obvious answer <laughs> yeah. henry cavill said on a recent talk show that he liked to play the game of a tiddlywinks b punch himself in the dick c warhammer which one um nurgling infestation flat minus one to all hit rolls wait uh missile and melee targeting your general also nurglings within seven inches get plus one to hit rolls yes um nice one to hit on the great and clean one's pretty good it's pretty good uh once per battle uh pestilent breath uh, every friendly shooting phase pick a unit within seven inches and roll a dice for each model in that target unit within seven inches each friendly shooting face pick a unit within seven inches of roll dice for each model in that target unit for each five plus the unit suffers a mortal wound okay great against hordes but there are no hordes right um option b or the c are the same no <laughs> correct shop shiko me uh absolutely correct <laughs> it, it was warhammer off <laughs> death punch of the date funny to watch um uh peasant breath once per battle uh yeah so it's probably nurgling infestation is probably the smarter pick although i don't hate the idea of the gift of febrile frenzy because if you were to stack some characters or units with multiple melee profiles uh i'm thinking about pusco or bright lords uh i'm thinking of obviously the Gotkin himself um uh having the gift of febrile frenzy so that you get plus one attack on all of those for like a big alpha damage but probably it's the minus one to hit but you can negate minus one to hit so heavily in this game now um that i guess it's okay i guess it's okay on a great and clean one obviously uh 
And pestilent breath is a good choice in a different meta, definitely. Uh, Puskos and flies got all their melee profiles condensed into one line. Shut up. Ah, uh, okay, well then, no. Uh, uh, well, someone with bone spurs and noble demon army is so far more than happy with this battle tome. That's I'm glad. Do you think that we're saying that we're not happy with it? <laughs> we haven't finished reading it yet. We're talking it out. Uh, like, this is what we're doing. Um, I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> we're all happy. I'm happy. I'm having a lovely time. I'm hanging out with my buds, talking about a game I love. Uh, yeah, I hate... No, fuck. I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> like, I also have a Nurgle army right here under my legs, ready to go. Um, okay. Uh, so what do I think of these? Um, I don't hate Gift of Febrile Frenzy, but you build around it, right? Nurgle Infestation is solid. Obviously, and Pestilent Breath is good in a different, uh, uh, different, different matter. Oh, artifacts. Yes. Yes. Fucking love this. This is so much fun. Love you guys. Um, normally, I just do this on my own, and I type it up, and this is so much better. This is so much better. I'm glad I chose this. As a non-Nurgle player, I am not unhappy with it yet. Perfect. That's what I want from you. I want you to be either unhappy or not yet unhappy, but leaning towards a feeling. For mortals, the Eye of Nurgle. The Eye of Nurgle. Once per game effect that you can trigger at any of your own. Oh, we're going to get command abilities as well. Um, no, no, it already is more solid than Bone Splitters, and we haven't even read it yet. That's the joke. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Bone Splitters had a rough time, but it's because they're squatting the army. Squatting, which is hilarious because they're bringing back squats. So, like, what will we say in the future? They're Bone Splitting the army? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, sad for you. I'm sorry. Maybe sell it now. No one will buy it. Keep it. Use them as something else. I've just dug a hole now where I feel bad for you and I want you to be okay. So, if you could help me out. Person Breath is good into a whale's meta. I guess, yes. But you're literally going to play one human being who's not going to care. Um, <laughs> you can't just... <laughs> they're first born in the army. Yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, they've already first born the army. Anyway, let's go on. I have Nurgle. At once per game, the effect that you can trigger any of your own uh, once per game effect that you can trigger in any of your own hero phases, if there are enemy units within fourteen inches that have disease points, roll two d six and on a seven, closest enemy model is slain. Oh my fucking god, that took so much to read. I hate the guy that wrote this book. Same guy that did um, uh, the cruel boy stuff. It's the same writer. Like, you can read it. Like, it's just got, like, a vibe. Like, Iron Jaws stuff doesn't have this vibe. Like, the Iron Jaws guy doesn't have this vibe. Different guy. Completely different guy. Um, can someone explain to me how Shield of Growth works? Does it work on award saves? Uh, McWerp, I haven't read it yet. So, the bearer gets to reroll any of its save rolls if the roll is equal to or less than the number of wounds allocated to it. Uh, no, save rolls will be its armor save. So if three wounds are allocated to the bearer, then you can reroll ones, twos, and threes. Bear gets to reroll any of its save rolls if the roll is equal to or less than the number of wounds allocated to it. It's equal to or less than the number of wounds allocated to it. So it's super situational. So if three wounds are allocated to the bearer, then you can reroll ones, twos, and threes to saves, meaning you get better. Uh, wait, hold on. You start reading it, then you turn out forgetting the start of what you read. Then you read it again, you forget the last part until you forget the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
this is a solid rewrite of a book says charles the lizard okay uh, we haven't read it yet so like in full but i'm glad that you think that that's good the berry gets to reroll any of its save rolls okay so reroll saves if if the roll is equal to so i've rolled a three is equal to or less than the number of wounds allocated to it if the roll right okay so <laughs> okay so if three wounds are allocated to the bearer then you can reroll one twos and threes to save meaning that uh, it gets better the more in danger the hero is prolonging its survival so if the bearer gets to reroll if the roll is equal to less than the number of wounds allocated to it so if i reroll 10 wounds i can reroll all of my save dice uh so are we expecting a lot of in additions in additions is the sin guy yeah the if that's the difference mac readiness the the bin guy does a lot of ifs the sin guy does a lot of in additions right um like just read that uh okay so this seems really good right uh I thought Bing Guy is done. No, it was everyone thought it was Jervis, but I didn't think Jervis was ever that guy. Um, and everyone thought if Jervis was the in addition chap, like, which is a sin. Is this only for mortals? This is only for mortals, Shield of Growth. Uh, Flesh Peeler. In each of your hero phases, roll a dice for each enemy within seven inches. And on a four plus, that unit takes a disease point. In your hero phase, uh that's terrible as a command trait in each of your hero phases yeah you don't care about that the bear has a four plus ward instead of five plus ward okay okay <laughs> okay uh, uh win um another one use artifact in your uh using your hero phase that affects the bearer Roll a dice on a two plus, heal all wounds allocated to the bearer. On a one, however, the bearer is slain. No, okay. I mean, super fun. Super fun. The feculent flask. Super fun, but you're not going to take it. Uh, so if you're at full health, you reroll nothing. If you have taken two wounds, you reroll ones and twos. If you've taken five wounds, you reroll everything except sixes. Just remember that attacks from the same unit are done simultaneously. So it's terrible. Okay, Cabbage, thank you. Appreciate you. um four plus instead of five plus is a 100 percent increase in effectiveness uh yeah um so you if you're going to take an artifact you're going to take this right the split horn helm um for a four up again this is just mortals uh if the barrel was not a wizard and it can it can attempt to cast a gift of disease as if it was attempt to cast gift of disease we don't know what that is yet if the barrel was a wizard uh, though then it knows gift of disease in addition to any other spells it knows and gets plus one to casting rolls when attempting gift of disease it's a solid spell to hand out multiple disease points for units further away oh no you're not taking that uh once uh what was once an incredible artifact is seen a hit rust fang now only once per battle you can pick one enemy within three inches and make it suffer minus one to its save rolls for the rest of the game uh you can pick one enemy here within three inches you kind of want to hope that you kill it right and suffer minus one to save rolls for the rest of the game. Um, not bad against still those big threats that are out there, right? Um, well, Will Hayes made the best 40k codes ever. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Troll Bits. Blitz. Troll Blitz? Yeah. 
Um, split horn is super good though. Uh, split horn. Yeah, the split horn helm is super good. I mean, Destiny's still broken even when you already have five plus war built in. <laughs> It's true. It's super true. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, demonic boons. Okay, so these artifacts, so they're called demonic boons. Okay. Yeah, spell law. Oh, I love spell law. So good. Demonic boons. The bountiful swarm, another once became artifact to use in your hero phase. Pick an enemy model within three inches and roll a dice. If the result is more than the model's wounds characteristic, it's slain. If that model happened to have a wound characteristic of four or five, then after it's slain, you can add a beast of Nurgle to your army within one inch of the slain model. Needing to roll a five plus to make a great use of this isn't amazing when it's once per game and taking an artifact slot. Once per game artifact using your hero phase, picking an enemy model within three inches. No. See, I told you it's the bin guy. In your hero phase, when you're near someone, what game does this human being play? Okay. Endless gift. When the bearer heals from disgusting resilience, then it always heals. Like, uh, shit, bowl of change. Like, it's just shit, right? <laughs> uh, when the bearer heals from disgusting resilience, then it always heals D3 instead of 1. But all of your characters already do that. Well, your demon characters, right? Um, instead of 1, just... Instead of 1... Just one, as if in range of the Locus of Fecundity. Considering Great and Clean ones already get that, and the other heroes that can take have five wounds or less, it won't come off often. Like, okay. Terrible. Okay. So where's the, where's the, it's Warhammer Graham option. The bearer counts as two, counts as two units instead of one for the purpose of disease battle trait. This one really makes me scratch my head. It does absolutely nothing. It seems to me that it was put in maybe before diseased works. <laughs> Oh no! The bin guy did the book! Oh, oh! Normally I have to go through these emotions on my own. It's so much more fun doing it with you guys. Oh my god. Oh, the fucking, the fucking bin guy. I hate that guy. He's such an idiot. Uh, I just want him to, I just, bin guy, if you're listening, if you're like, I'm not an idiot, Rob, you're a fucking prick. Like, fair enough, I am a prick. But like, just ring me. Like, we'll never. I'll never speak about it. Like, just be like, Rob, I need some help. And I, I'm not going to write it for you. I just be like, here's an idea. No. Here's another idea. No. I'll just, I'm going to just shoot you down until you, that's not a bad idea. Write that down. Just write that down. Um, the bin guy wrote the book, but the sin guy put the one trait and relic in for each <laughs> Like, he just, he just goes over and just like types in a new relic, right? <laughs> Um, right, Nurgle's Nail. Pick one of the bearer's melee weapons in each hit roll. And Charles the Dead Lizard, you make the good point, right? As much as I love the game, right? And as much as I'm invested in the game and the universe and the community, it's like... Uh, about squig, love your loads. Um, like, it's a premium product. We oftentimes forget that. Like £40, $40 or £30 in England for a book is a prodigious amount of money. Like, it's prodigious. To understand that they haven't even done, like, what at first glance. This is a reviewer who's picked up the book, read the book, and said, this doesn't make any sense. That's their first glance. I do understand that you can get, like, blindness when you work on your own projects. Like, which is why you just pass them to an external person, right? You'd be like, read through this. 
okay, I've read it. Like, you just send it to this fucking person. Just send it to this person all the time. They picked up, like, three mistakes already. So be like, here are your mistakes. Just rewrite those. Just do that. Like, it's a premium product. You should be doing premium QA. But that's a side note. I kind of like, like, for, the, for you as a group uh, and as a community and the Warhammer community at large, I obviously want it to always be better. Obviously, right? But um, I really want you to point out I really want to point out that I'm kind of past that for myself personally. Um, and any time that I do make that, it's because I feel a responsibility to the community because I love it. Because I love that they fuck stuff up. It fucking delights me at this point. It's just hilarious. Like I chuckle like a baby. I'm like, <laughs> those idiots, right? Because it's great fun. I get to have a laugh with my mates about it, which is you guys. It makes me laugh. Like I'm having a lovely time. More, I say, not less, um, but responsibly, less. So boring being responsible. It's boring. Anyway. Uh, right. Nurgle's Nail. Um, pick one of the bearer's melee weapons in each roll of five or six inflicts disease points instead of... Uh, each roll of five or six inflicts disease points instead of just on six. Okay. That's terrible. Uh, uh, Tome of a Thousand Poxies. This is identical to the Mutt Grub artifact above. Still solid. Mutt to Grub? Mutt to Grub? Mutt to Grub if the bearer's not a wizard. Okay. Okay, a Nurgle demon that's not a wizard can become a wizard uh, with the Tome of a Thousand Poxies. I love that. Tome of a Thousand Poxies. This is great. With a save, every enemy units in six, seven inches add one to disease rolls. Fantastic and great and clean one with its large base and wants to be in combat anyway, so even more mortal wounds. Uh, add one to the disease rolls. Enemy units within... Oh, so you do it on a 3+, plus, not a 4+. Plus. <laughs> Lol! <laughs> Lol! <laughs> like, <blurp. laughs> Like, I can't wait to do, like, the quick review. Uh, if you play a Nurgle, you take this. You might, might take this. Like, <laughs> uh, plus one to cast. So it's only plus one to cast on the disease spell. So same as the Mutter Grub, plus one to casting rolls when attempting Gift of Disease. So it's not plus one to cast all the time. It's plus one to cast uh, casting rolls when attempting Gift of Disease, right? Um, uh, see you later, Charles Dead Lizard. Look after yourself. Uh, seems to have a head screwed on, says Idiot Wind. Ragnarok Angel, Alice was on Warhammer Weekly last week. Yes. Yes, this is a really good review. I like this. So far. So far, yes. Spell laws. Spells have been consolidated. Instead of three for rock bringers, three for mortals, and three for demons, it's now six for mortals and three for demons. Much cleaner and more efficient. Uh, Nogal had some seriously good casting in the first edition tome that managed to survive through second edition. Did it? It had one spell. It had one spell. Um, I, oh, it also had Plague Wind. Sorry. It also had Plague Wind. Um, I don't think it's good, but okay. So let's see what they've got. One second. So all this going to have the same artifact and command trait? Yes. Yes. This is what I said about the simpler books. I said this, right? And I'll say it again, right? When you don't make something interesting and innovative, you just end with repetition. Because, and that's the situation. Like, this edition is going to be the cookie cutter edition. So I'm calling it now. I.e., the same things all the time. It's cookie cutter Warhammer. Um... 
that's what we're going to see now which is actually really really good for new people like genuinely amazing for new people um for people who uh have been in the game for a while and like to see variety um not as good anyway right so mortal spells so these are mortal spells uh magnificent bubos i might as well hit spell uh i might as well hit and spell rolls for a unit within 21 inches oh so it's got 21 inch range and it's a minus one to hit spell okay great it's a great spell castle seven fine plague squall roll seven dice for each six give a disease point to a different unit okay don't care Chloe quagmar roll a dice and if you beat the enemy unit save uh and what's the range of it as well is, is it a terrible range roll seven dice for each six give a disease point to a different unit what at range no i don't care i guess it's is it like comets call and then it's a four up they take a mortal wound actually let's think it through so it's infinite range i roll seven dice for each six. Oh, yeah okay don't worry about it sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't it make it uh, also make it easier to balance gangster paradise um uh it does gangster paradise it does it does make it easy to balance um i, I will talk about it at the sub faction stage i think i think there's a show where i'd like to write down my thoughts on it like in but you're right a hundred percent you're right like it's kind of like um you know how in kill team there's now just the cookie cutter like it's just you take the kill team that's your kill team. That's your kill team. Makes it much easier to balance those kill teams against each other. Um, you won't have to review slats lists anymore. I mean, I already don't have to review lists anymore, basically, right? Uh, uh, can there be a disease spam list where you have to take 12 plus disease rolls? No, because you can only go up to uh, seven per unit. Now, you could put them, you could potentially build a list. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to write that down. Oh, where's my notes for myself? I don't have notes for myself section yet. Um, but we're going to try and make a maximum uh, disease spam list where all we try and do is put disease points all across the board maximized, right? But probably your best option for that is already combat because you do it in combat anyway. Um, but anyway, uh, Chloe and Quagmar, roll a dice. And if you beat the enemy unit, save, then ha. <laughs> It's definitely the fucking Benny Eye. He's such an idiot. Roll a dice, and if you beat the enemy unit, save, then half their movement and subtract two from running charge rolls. Previously, it did D3 rolls. Uh, I like this ball. It's not bad. It's not a bad spell. Roll a dice. We don't know the range. We don't know the range yet. Um, I imagine it's fucking 12 inches. Uh, but if it's 18 inches, then um, it's a great spell. Cloying Quagmire. It's cast on a five. It's low. Roll a dice, and if you beat the enemy unit, save. <laughs> He's not just a spell. He always has to say if. He always have to say if, right? Right? He just loves it. If, roll 2d6, check against their bravery. Look up if it's sunny. And if you like my rules, half move. Half move. Um, oh, we should just call him the if versus it. Right, 14-inch range. 14-inch range. So they're already in combat range. So you half their movement and subtract two from the running charge rolls. So let's say that they move the worst four, right? So then they're in 14, they move two, so 12. And then uh, the maximum they can charge is 10. Uh, so you do make it so that they maybe can't charge you, but if they move eight, 
move it down to four and they can still charge you right okay and i guess you round up so if they move five they move three um and they're already in charge range and if it's a tuesday when a program writes a warhol book and needs his her so <laughs> if statements a quickster uh, <laughs> uh yeah the, that easy to bounce thing because less open design as direction sounds awful what got me out of war machine tier list where you have smaller roster for significant free unit benefits okay too strong and too dominant by intention says what's nick um we'll talk about that on another show we'll do like a deep dive i'm still excited right now chlorine quagmire could be okay could be okay we'll put that in like i'm gonna do like a green red green orange red system this gets orange not red blades of putrefaction now it does disease point on a five or six where's the damage in the army so you on average do three and a half mortal wounds per unit in combat if they're in combat so three and a half mortal wounds per unit instead of doing 10 mortal wounds or something okay and it's cast on a seven you're not going to cast it uh uh they even have some work for their program which is only physical books <laughs> gift of disease uh i don't like that like uh, <laughs> trash <laughs> Oh, well done, Ragnarok Angel. Love that. Trash. Uh, not to be confused with the old Gift of Contagion. Gift of Disease. So this is the new one that we can... This is whether or not our two only other artifacts that we might take that give us plus one to cast. This is so important, right? Not to be confused. Right. This is important that this is good because they've built two artifacts around this. It's super important. Okay. Now it causes a disease point on a unit within 21 inches and then another point for every unit within seven inches of it. Helpful if your opponent comps stuff and has a big, nice, long range. Okay, it's pretty good. Okay, that is pretty good. You already put that on a wizard. Who's this on? Um, a mortal character. Okay, so a mortal character you're already going to take for whatever reason. You give them the artifact. This is pretty good. 21 inches is big range. If everyone clumps, then you automatically put those disease points on like most of their army turn one okay okay uh and then uh, and then another point for every unit within seven inches uh it's great great aoe because you already ha you have one forever then so it's like oh four plus more wound on every on every unit like it will put some pressure on people they'll feel applied like it's not comet's call rain of stars shoot twice like it's none of those things but like it like, and it also doesn't make those things go up to green. But it's not bad. Like, 21 inches is also good. Yeah, 21 inches is great. Great, great, great. Really good. Um, it applies the points only to one unit, though. What? No, for every unit within 7 inches. It now causes a disease point on one unit within 21, and then another point for every unit within 7 inches. Disease at range will be interesting since you uh, could wither at supporting pieces over one or two turns if you could maximize how you would how would you put more points so what have we got uh, uh no plague squall which you could also try and roll i suppose we haven't looked at the um war scrolls yet so you might at range be able to maximize the seven maybe so maybe some of this stuff earlier seems a bit better uh all in one unit rob read it slowly oh don't make me read it slowly gift of disease okay now it causes a disease point on a unit within 21 inches. And then another point 
for every unit within seven inches. Oh, okay. And it fucking so then so what you're saying is is like I could pick one unit. Mac, thank you very much by the way. Mac, maximize my seven disease points. Roll hot and kill a support character at range at 21 inches okay so like I could, maximum i'm doing seven mortal wounds best case scenario i'm normally doing four which can be a support piece um and then it's gonna it's gonna take it it'll keep that disease point forever uh but then it'll only do that if there are seven units within seven inches of that support character which normally you would think that there are right uh, you correct, Rob. How the article is summarizing is uh, creating confusion. No, uh, wait, I'm correct. So, wait, what the hell is this book sent to dragons and giants? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. It's definitely not disease points, right? Um, I mean, so far the whole army's got a five up ward, right? Original wording is different. Uh, the article is okay. All right. Well, we'll read the original wording in a minute. So, gift of disease. Okay, is it you were correct originally? Okay, let me just, because uh, I have got a master doc, which the the legends, oh, you fucking legends. Let's do it. Don't share it with anyone. Uh, I've got some screenshots here. Um, uh, we'll find out in a bit. I'll find out in a bit what that says. It's pretty important, but we will. Uh, Rob Shock is correct. <laughs> I'm lost. Okay, we'll start again. Gift of disease. I'm going to... Let me find it. Let me find it. Maybe um, uh, either Cabbage or Call Me Quinn, who I know have the rule to hand somewhere. Oh, Law of Malignance? Uh, I can Nurgle Demon Wizard. Oh, which one is it? Gift of disease. Okay, I've got it. I've got it right in front of me. Gift of disease. Gift of Disease is a spell that has a casting value of 6 and a range of 21 inches. If successfully cast, pick one enemy unit within range and visible to the caster. Give that unit and each other enemy unit within 7 inches of that unit one disease point. Okay, so this is wrong. Okay, so the article is wrong. So it is what I originally said. Yeah? Uh, thanks, Cabbage. Um, so it is what I originally said. So you can you pop one on everyone within 7 inches. Um, so I pop one disease point. Is that even worth, like, what, you got to argue against Mystic Shield? To be fair, you're not going to cast anything else. Uh, that's better, so the article is wrong. Uh, adds up to a bunch of chip damage over the course of the game. It does, but, like, it does. You're 100% right. 100% right. But that really, that isn't how the game works. Like, um, I talked about this a couple of years ago, actually. Like... In my head, the game is zero one. Like, like the interactions are almost all like not always. Of course, of course, this isn't this isn't this isn't a hundred percent true, right? But a lot of the interactions are like zero one, right? Or they are most of the way to zero one. And what I mean by that is, as Brother Scar uh, is saying, it's normally burst damage. It's normally a lot of control and movement in some cases, to do the burst damage that wins. And sometimes you don't kill the opposing unit, but you neuter it enough that you're winning the attrition war. Now, if you can do that chip damage at range, um, 
And I mean, like, uh, Comics Call is probably the best version of this at the minute, right? It's the Mortal Wounds from a slam doing it to D6, D6 units. That's pretty great. Gift of Change is kind of similar, but the, uh, Gift of Change is Gift of Change is the burst damage where you definitely do six Mortal Wounds and you kill the thing. And then Comics Call is the chip damage, but they've also got maybe a Celestine Prime or they've got the Realm Shaper engine to do it in addition. Um, this is a weaker version of that, and that still needs Comets Call and the Realm Shaper and maybe also a Celestine Prime to really kind of like push it up to the level where it's effective. Um, uh, I wonder if uh, block healing is more useful. Yeah, it might be. I haven't looked at this yet. Um, they removed some interval. Don't remember the timing for the T's. Uh, I wouldn't... Disease rolls every turn, not every round, right? Yeah, it's every turn. Yeah, it's every turn, Agile. So, like, the you could be at turn one, you could do two mortal wounds at the end of turn one. You go first. Two mortal wounds to every unit within range of the gift of disease, well, of the unit with the gift of disease. You could do two mortal wounds to every unit. It's pretty great. And four mortal wounds to every unit at the end of turn two. But that chip damage still probably hasn't killed a character. Like... Anyway, maybe. And so you can uh, disease point. I suppose turn two, you're casting it again. And then you're doing it in AoE again. So they're all going to have ones. They'll all go up to having two. But then you still have to roll a four up. Um, I guess I guess it's okay. Uh, if we're already seeing a bunch of ways to do chip attrition damage without getting the war scrolls yet, Sopity Scrivener haven't changed. Okay. Um, well, all right. So... I'm not putting it as green though, right? Like it's orange, like as our system. So we've got good, uh, like okay and bad. And this is this is okay in my opinion. Um, uh, and so unless you're one decent, so unless you're one decent as well, get some bad. I mean, there's also cast another six. We haven't seen any pluses to cast yet. Is this also Nurgle? Uh, this is also mortal. Um, although you can take it on demons as well with an artifact, right? Unless it's also in there. No, it's not. Spell is nuts. Oh, nice. I like this. Rancid Visitations. Pick an enemy unit within seven inches and roll a dice for each model within seven inches of the caster. Each two pluses a mortal wound to the unit. Okay. Start again. Pick an... In fact, actually, let's read it from... Because they've made a mistake already. Rancid Visitations. Cast on seven. If successfully cast, pick one enemy unit within range, so seven inches, and visible to the caster and roll one dice for each model in that unit that is within range. For each two plus, the unit suffers a mortal wound. Oh, so it's like a horde clearing spell. Wow. Wow. So, like, wow. Like, that's crazy. So you've got 30 dudes in seven inches. Um, that's pretty good. Um, uh, so 21 inches is enough range uh, with changes to movement? Maybe. Uh, eat it, horrors. Uh, yeah, good. So, like, you'll just, like, rip through a horde of 30 people and you'll do... You'll do like 25 mortal wounds, but they have to be within seven inches. Uh, and it, it like, so it, it's your great and clean, well, no, it's your mortal character getting into combat and then it's in the next hero phase. But of course, of course you could do ransom visitations through a, uh, a spell portal, right? Um, yeah, that is, that is very good. That is very good into hordes. If there becomes a horde meta, this will become the worst spell in the game. Um, like, that's pretty crazy. Okay, Rancid Visitations gets a big green from me. 
demon spells hasn't changed uh favor poxes pick an enemy unit until your cast uh pick an enemy unit and until your caster moves attacks casts moves attacks cast a spell and by the spell was slain the target subtracts one from hit and wounds and saves can be absolutely devastating on your opponent's big centerpiece unit great for something like poxbringer once it got itself where it needs to be and isn't expecting to, to fight um subtracts one from hit wound and save roll so favored poxes does it say it's range oh i've got the, i've got the spell law here i'll just do this now because it's the proper one cast on a seven and a range of 14 inches okay okay so you build a castle they charge you you do favored poxes and then you attack them okay right we need some units to do some damage in a minute um so you need to survive combat i guess yeah that's that's the thing they don't understand about spells is that like but you're going to survive with a great and clean one right um maybe not with some of your mortal characters but we'll see um demon spell so fleshy abundance add one to the wounds characteristic to a unit until your next hero phase on average with a five at war this is actually worth two wounds so it's decent value particularly on a frail characters uh more frail characters or a unit of playbearers to make them even harder to shift add one to the wounds characteristic of a unit until your next hero phase it's great we know playbearers have gone up to two wounds so uh that's great you can't do anything with the caster uh but you can't do anything with the caster. Yeah, you can't do anything with the caster. Caster spell unbinds a spell. But it doesn't say an ability. Favored poxes. Um pick one enemy unit until the next the caster moves, attacks, makes the casting unbinding spelling attempt, or is slain. So if you have an ability, so like the sloppity parbiper or the spoil spot scrivener, um they have an ability which isn't isn't in the list of things you can't do. So as long as you tear up right. It's not bad, but then they have to be within 14 inches in your hero phase. It's cast on a seven. It's actually probably not that good. Like, it's like low, low okay. Uh, fleshy Abundance, add one to the wounds characteristic. I like that. That's just okay. Uh, good on play bearers if they're good and if they're pointing okay. Stream of Corruption, pick an enemy unit within seven inches and roll a die for each model within. On a f each five plus, deal a mortal. Oh, okay. I'm getting... I've read a lot now. Take a small break. How are you guys doing? How is everyone? Thanks for joining me for this. I love doing this stuff. It's super fun. Um, it's so fun to like unpick an army and like like work out what's going to happen. And, and, and the thing is, it's like a journey, right? Like it's kind of like a book. Well, it obviously it's a book. What I mean is it's kind of like a novel or a story. You don't know where the story's going. You're like, there's all these threads. You're like, oh, am I going to build this sort of army? Like, you know, someone's already asked, am I going to try and put disease points everywhere? Like, what's the situation? Anyway, pick a unit within seven inches and roll a die for each model within. Okay. On a five plus, deal a mortal wound. That's a great spell. Alternatively, pick a unit within 14 inches and deal mortals on sixes. Um, uh, this is an interesting one for two reasons. It's one of the remaining ways to deal mortals directly, and it's also the Rockbringer Sorcerer's War Scroll, giving access to mortals as well. Otherwise, a decent anti-horde spell. Okay. Okay. Nogal's going to shit on armies in 3.0. Never. <laughs> when do disease points go away? They don't ever go away. It's more like a, a BL book. You think a thread is going somewhere and it just doesn't. <laughs> okay. Come on. <laughs> hey, Lofthammer. How you doing, bud? Uh, right. Yes. Sub factions. Okay. Spells. What stands out? Obviously, Rancid Visitation spans out, stands out. Cloying Quagmire. Fleshy Abundance. 
Like, I guess, I guess they're okay. They're more leveled out. They're more leveled out. Uh, sub factions, plague legions. Six sub factions, four return from Wrath the Ever Chosen, though largely in name only, with two brand new ones continuing the tradition of the previous two battle tomes. These are only perks that are not saddled with mandatory command trait or artifact. They're balanced pretty well. As none stands out particularly great, but have clear, obvious niches for you to take advantage of. Um, uh, have we seen much in the way of pluses to cast? No, not yet. Fleshy abundance and the two plus mortal wound. Uh, Utvich, I agree. So six sub factions return. Four return. Sorry, six sub factions. Four return from Wrath of the Chosen, though largely in name only, with two brand new ones. Okay. Uh, there are only perks, and they are not saddled with mandatory command traits or artifact. They're balanced pretty well, as none stand out in particularly great. <laughs> Does not stand out as particularly great. The fucking bin guy. Um, disease points do go away when your opponent heals a unit. They consider removing disease point. Thank you, Call Me Quinn. Um, oh. Right, Manificent Wanderers. Plague bearers of ten or more cause two disease points on enemy units within three inches instead of one. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're taking plague bearers. Befouling hosts. So I don't mind that because. Okay, let me start with what I really want to see from sub-factions before I've read any of it. Before I've read any of it. I want each of them to make me make units better. Right? I want not, like, wholesale abilities, like, plus one save. Because then I just go find the best save unit and I give it plus one save. What I want is them to pick out units, make them better. And the reason I want that is because then you get army list diversity. Okay. Fallen host. If I had to pick one, I think this might be the best for all demon list. It lets you add two normals to start instead of one. Naturally, both have to be holding in your territory, but you can get the contagion points rolling sooner if you're building for summoning. So that's a summoning list. Okay, so it does make you build a different list, which is a summoning list, right? Okay. Okay. Scroll. Droning guard. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, can you guys not see? Okay. Droning Guard forces a minus one for your plague drones to be hit either round one or most importantly the round they're set up. They have a deep strike built into the Lord of Affliction so you can get a bit of insurance. You can bring a few in. Fortunately, it's only the turn they're brought in. So if they fail their charge, roll, then they lose the bonus before being attacked. The turn, not the battle round. Minus one either round one or most importantly the round oh no, the round they're set up. Um I beg you scroll down. Where to? Scroll down. You can see. This is what else you need. Uh, hey, fish. Um, uh, so, okay. So, minus one for your plague. You can literally go and read the article yourself, you know. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> like, just go there. <laughs> like, read the, read the article. It's online. Uh, you're reading the sub-factions and we couldn't see the video. All good now. Okay. All right, good. There's the article's there, though, if you want. I just just you can read uh i'm reading them just as i go um forces a minus one for your plague drones to be hit minus one to hit like whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> like oh, but only on turn one Duh. it's actually like shit isn't it like what's your stuff actually do all right don't worry we're past it we're past that now. So, don't worry. It's, 
not a big deal. Oh, we're playing Starstrike, or whatever Starstrike is called now, Vainsiger or whatever. Oh, so we're not going to engage on turn one. Oh, we're playing the Vice, and we're not going to fight on turn one. <laughs> uh, I know, we need to start seeing some damage. Uh, Blessed Sons, okay. Blaze of Glory, but gross, and only for your mortal units. Roll a number of dice equal to the wounds characteristic when a mortal Magikin of model is slain. But instead of dealing mortals for each six, you deal a disease point for each enemy unit within killed within one inch. It's not bad and could do cumulative damage. If you bring a lot of Blight Kings, I'm using however when the Glock King dies and rolls 18 dice. Uh, so roll a number of dice equal to the wounds characteristic when a mortal Magikin model is slain. Instead of dealing mortals on a six, you do. <laughs> Instead of doing what Stormcast do, you just do it worse. Remember what Stormcast do, but worse. Right. Okay, good. Okay. Um, that's okay, Cabbage. Love you tons. Uh, Drowned Men. Move your Pusco move your Puscoil Blight Lords and Lord Afflictions eight inches before the first battle round. There we go. This one requires you to really build your list around. Obviously. Um like this one really requires like that's the point. Uh but giving your units pre-game moves when your army is so slow can get you an objective even quicker. Uh yes, I guess. Uh Drown Men is good. That well not good, but it's good out of these. Like these two are genuinely shit. <laughs> like genuinely shit uh filth bringers this is complicated one as it unlocks a whole new unit kind of the Rotbringer coven hello hello this is just three Rotbringers brought as one hero but remains separate and saves you a few points Rotbringer, the new wizard is this a whole sub faction for a new wizard for a new model um uh, this is just Rotbringers bought as one hero, but remains separate and saves you a few points. Each turn, you can pick one of them, and that sorcerer gets plus one spellcasting rolls, plus an additional one for each sorcerer near him to a maximum of three. This unit is expensive, but plus three to casting is pretty great. Um, buy the models and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Imagine... But they used to be pretty sus about it, like a bit sly. Like with the dragons, I was a bit like, ah, you're kind of on the nose here, lads. Like, you're kind of pushing, right? <laughs> Cage, no, Anastu wants to tell us how, what he thinks about it. Um, I feel like this book will be good overall, but will it be super competitive? Not until six months down the line when we get points reduction, stuff from being overcost and relying too much on disease points, which we'll still have to roll for. I'm optimistic and I'll primarily play with them, but this book will most definitely play testing to see its potential power. Okay, Cage. Uh, thank you very much for what your thoughts. Uh, 145 points for one sorcerer or 360 for three. So... Okay, 290. Okay, so you get a little bonus. I think this book is okay, but I'm copying at the top end. Uh, for damage output which i don't know if you guys have noticed or have even been in a conversation about but um uh the uh uh sorry one second let me just some if you guys didn't join me yesterday and don't know uh my bank card like someone hacked my bank and my bank card's being froze out so i can't actually buy anything at the moment so people are bringing me lunch and i don't want to miss people bringing me lunch because i can't buy my own lunch so 
it's like the Gits group of casters. Yeah, it is. The Filthbringers. Uh, and plus three to cast is pretty good. So each turn you pick one of them, but only one of them gets plus three to cast. And are they level one casters or level two casters? Real question. Real question. Uh, we're going to skip grand strategies and battle tactics because don't give a fuck about them. I'll do them on another show. Uh, the Snotapalooza. Chris CB. Yes. The Snotapalooza. Write that down. I'm going to write that down in my list of jokes uh, that I will write uh, and steal. I'm going to make a new tab in my master document. Snot a palooza. Snot a palooza. Thank you. Palooza. I'll, I'll look hilarious to the YouTube thugs when I make that joke. Uh, one cast unless arcane tome, of course. Okay. So an entire sub-faction. An entire sub-faction for one cast at plus three to cast uh resub to support whoever has banked your car whoever has your bank card rob <laughs> resub to support thank you brother scott i appreciate you <laughs> um uh yeah uh one sec i think my friend chris is bringing me some soup which is super nice of him um well, what a charmer thanks chris go chris 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 um, uh, right, okay. I had to cancel my car last week too. So annoying. Like, is it happening to everyone, Diatrin? Like, that's like the third person I've heard. Like, anyway, maybe it's just like that classic thing. You buy in a red car and you see red cars everywhere. Core Battalion. Sice Roll Befoulement actually returns. There's some weird joke. This is going to cost you 1,485 points and grants Magnificent. Uh, you could do it. The actual vibe option, Rotbring Assist, is excellent. Oh, okay. Brother Scar, thanks for resubbing, baby. Uh, the extra viable option, Rotbring Assist, is excellent and unified one-drop battalion of one mortal hero and up to two more and three mortal troops and up to three more. Nice! In a sufficient mortal heavy list, you can pack more into this one-drop. Uh, what's nice is if you're playing Filthbringers and want to bring a lot of the coven only... <laughs> oh, my God! Why did they do... How can they be doing less work... But it takes longer and like okay let's just let's just take a moment let's take a moment and i'm not trying to be a prick about it but six years meteoric rise in money meteoric so much fucking money so much money and yet third edition age of sigma is simpler stripped down not as intuitive i uh, anyway anyway like it's less work like it's not as they haven't made as much effort right um uh thank you uh hello tree spoons <laughs> first time chatter like how is it less less okay war scrolls so this is going to be reviews of the war scrolls but we need to look at the war scrolls um loan the bar and then riding it yeah Okay, we don't know. Should we read these or should we go look at the actual war scrolls? The thing is, to look at the actual war scrolls, I'm going to need to like type them out. So I have to go offline for a little bit. Maybe I'll do that when Chris brings the soup. Um, we'll read through the article. We'll read through the article and then I'll um, I'll edit some war scrolls and we'll come back and look at them later. Uh, we'll send the spells and subfactions, mission stuff. Call me Quinn. Yes. Yes. 
I feel bad for them, like, make a team bigger. I feel bad for them, like, make the team bigger. Yeah, Chris Peacock, I'm with you. Guys, where do I find command abilities for AOS? Kind of feeling dumb that I don't find them. The Grumdoll, are you asking about the generic command abilities? Because they're in the core rules, which are free to download on gamesworkshop.com. Um, uh, fuck, what does a stripped-down beast of chaos tome look like? <sighs> don't know, baby. Um, look, if the mental gymnastics... Look, look, the if, if, if takes mental gymnastics. Anyway, anyway. Like the disease points is good, right? Like, it's fun. Like, it's themey. It's themey as hell. Like, I like that. Like, you had an idea. Like, follow through. But, like, what is the rest of it? Like, what is the, like, what are the sub-factions? So let's go through the sub-factions again, because this is the one that kills me. This is how you, like... This is how you, like, break an army apart. And I don't mean, like, break it like it's too strong. I mean, like, diversify your army builds. So, Minificent Wanderers, right? You take loads of Playbearers. All right, fair enough. Fowling Host, you, summoning is better. Okay. Maybe you take Playbearers. Maybe you take Mauls. Doesn't matter. Your summoning is better. Okay. Like, two, all right? Depending if Playbearers are good. Droning Guard is your Plague Drones good but it's a terrible ability so you won't take it but if you do want to take uh plague drones is it only plague drones is that does it also apply to um uh, sub factions should completely change how you approach army building not be random minor buffs to one unit Muck work i'm with you so much bless sons it's terrible so you're never just going to take it drown men is your Puscoil Blight Lords. Okay, so you've got Droning Guard for your Plague Drones and Drown Men for your uh, your Puscoil, Puscoil Blight Lords. So you do have those two different ones, right? Um, and one of them, the Drown Men, is is arguably better, right? Um, uh, and Filth Bringers is the Rockbringer one. So I guess they do diversify how you build, but the buffs are so minimal. Like, if the buffs were stronger, if the buffs were stronger but unit-locked, at least a little bit, right? Then, yeah, sure, you would be like, oh, well, actually, Puscoil Blight Lords are way, way better than Plague Drones, so I'm still going to take Drowned Men. But it means if you're the person, because it's about the person who loves Nurgle, like if you love Playbearers, you want them to be able to take Playbearers and they get some sort of cool thematic buff, right? Like, um, uh, I love Ringgate Feud, lol. <laughs> I love Ringgate Feud as well. Uh, it's so fun. Lol, I completely agree. Maybe because of the times, they became more complicated. People complained about... Um, uh, damned if you damn, damned don't. Appealing to both casuals and competitive players usually ends up with one of the parties being sad. I don't think... Like... Uh, like, like, what does it matter for casual players? Not to be a dick about it, but like, what does it matter? How does it matter? Like, how does it matter? Like... Like, like, I occasionally will play League of Legends. I don't know what the balance but updates do. Like, I don't give a fuck. Means nothing to me. Means zero to me. Like, I don't care what they do at all. And truthfully, the rules don't matter to casual players at all. Because they're casual players. They don't have any fucking clue what's going on. They don't care. Like, these are directly written for people who love the game. And love gaming. Casual players are just whoever. I'm also a casual painter. Let me give you an example. Vince told me to buy this paint. I think it's shit. I don't know what it does. Metal color, Vallejo acrylic. Piece of shit. I don't like it. Do you know what I do like? Army painter metal. I like it. Works nice. Paint it on. Looks nice. Doesn't matter to me. I'm a casual painter. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. Right? 
that's like this one's terrible it goes really badly on my wet palette which took me like three years to buy a wet palette anyway that's my that's my rant about casual players like it doesn't matter about them like don't write for them you're not writing for them it doesn't none of their their opinion doesn't matter because who are they like but for people who are learning who are new right red flag metallics on wet palette <laughs> uh angle uh the other stuff um so you don't get do you do we all need to know about rob's painting is that he used metal paints as wet palette thank you uh <laughs> all right see look at you all of you don't put metallics on a wet palette guess what i'm a casual i'm gonna just say i'm a casual painter that's my new joke forever now on the show i'm gonna say i'm a casual painter and when you give me advice in the chat i'll be like oh these paints are really made for a more casual painter and then how are you going to feel? You're going to feel like an idiot because I flipped it. I've Unoed. I've Uno card it. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, have they done enough? Like, I just want to see stronger rules. So structurally, structurally for sub factions, not bad. Plague bearers have got a way to play. Okay. Plague drones have got a way to play. Um, mortals have got a way to play. Puscal Blight Lords have got a way to play. Uh, and you've got like a Wizards thing. Truthfully, truthfully, you've broken it out. I don't know why you hate the... Well, no, you don't hate the demon characters. You're fine with it. So good. I just want these... I want these to be stronger. So I'm being a bit derisive when actually they've done what I wanted them to do. So this is good. Like the sub-factions, they've done what I wanted them to do. I just want them to go deeper and stronger. Um... Uh... <laughs> Uh, possible theory is there's another example of the Sons of Behemoth in 2.0. Is this term is written to be especially effective in future state of the game? I just... So, Arcane Ring, like, I recognise your point, and I recognise the Sons of Behemoth in 2.0, but I really think that that was a disingenuous conversation then, like Kragnos. Kragnos was pointed for AOS 3, and then AOS 3 came out, and he went up points, and now in the FAQ, he's getting his War Scroll rewritten, and he's going up points again. So, overall he's never been written for whenever he's written for like it doesn't make you you release a book for the game state that you're releasing it into not for the future i think any arguments towards that are disingenuous and i think genuinely trying to be like um uh i think they're genuinely on the side like i don't want to get shilly out but i might get shilly out uh, okay all right let's get more excited because i'm i'm hype okay because I, I heard glockin slaps right so i'm fucking hype for that um uh, so uh, I don't care as long as the units themselves are good. If unit requires a sub-faction buff to be good, it's a bad unit. No, no, no. But like, so Angle, if you think about it, really, like, if you... Okay. So when you have a book with no sub-factions, let's say you've got a melee unit, right? You've got melee unit one, melee unit two. The difference between them is probably nominal. If they're like, let's say they're foot melee troops, it's probably the easiest, most common thing that we see. Foot melee troops, right? If you have like a... a like a cavalry melee troop, it's obviously very different to like a foot melee troop. You've got foot melee troop one, foot melee troop two. Three good examples would be Phoenix Guard, Black Guard, Executioners from the Cities of Sigma, right? So then you look at the points and you think, well, Executioners and Black Guard don't have a ward save. They're not that many points difference. Um, they also, like, do don't have rend. Uh, they don't have a character that really gives them a good buff, etc., etc., right? But if you had a sub faction where uh blackguard and um blackguard and executioners did mortals on fives to hit 
let's say let's say mortals on fives to here you would be like sweet that doesn't make the phoenix guard any better which is great it makes those guys better which is good but in an army with no sub factions you just take phoenix guard they're just better right they're um uh like um like so like that's um so like when you have no sub factions to make the armies different same with power pairs right so if you have a power pair like this unit is better when i bring this character then that means you've got like a thematic like you've taken that character you've taken those units that's great it gives your opponent the ability to remove the characters to make the unit worse but it means that your army is kind of themey same with the sub factions um so just give them those rules already but then angle when you give them those rules already this is my point when you give them those rules already you then in a no sub faction state one of them is better right one of them is better on a points conversation right whereas the sub factions can make you do weird and interesting things um uh, but making a bad unit good shouldn't be the way i agree i think they should all be good angle i'm with you or they should all be average or whatever and then they get better in their sub factions that's what i'm saying but so i think we're on the same page and we agree um anyway right so rotagus much beefier than he was before he lost an inch of movement but shot up to 20 wounds his weapon profile is much the same his abilities have changed substantially oh we we're not gonna know right we're like is this gonna be enough no we're gonna have to read the war scrolls is what we're gonna have to do we're going to have to read the war scrolls which means i'm gonna have to go and write up the war scrolls so we can do this together because we can't do we, can't, we i need to show it on screen i can't just read them out to you it'd be weird um so and i reckon it'll only take me an hour maybe an hour a bit uh to do that to do the war scrolls so should we come back i can't do it live because i'm not editing live in front of you guys it's a nightmare um i just won't do it i'll just talk instead <laughs> that's the key point <laughs> all right what does everyone think so far what does everyone think so far i think we already have in the master document uh we already have some information uh so um we've got uh we've got no end of spells uh, we've got points for everything i'm pretty certain if i go back uh battle line units plague bearers are 150 now 150 for 20 wounds with a five up four ward oh boy um what initial thoughts so far from what you've read without having looked at the war scrolls um it is hard but um I worry about the damage output survivability seems fine like what have i just read 150 points um maybe not enough damage but is a new dps check oh my my computer's broke um uh maybe a dps check army like um which is good for it but does the mortal wounds do the damage out basically um uh, blaze purification would be okay if it was really easy to cast bizarre this on the seven yeah what are your initial thoughts um uh where can we find this article if i may ask uh lord Benkina, we, we it's not an article for public release like it's just an article where we collate our information the geo and the points are in the state you can show great and clean one of the points in the state you can show uh where 
Um, it's all right, Cabbage. I'll do. It. I'll do it after. I'll do it after. Uh, this will be the first time we've done this, so it's pretty exciting. So going through like a process on like Battletone release day is really fun. So reading through this stuff has been good so far. Um, I like the mechanics and are cool, but they need base numbers to back them up. I'm with Angle. I agree. Looks decent, but if it doesn't inspire me as a Nurgle player, which is what I wanted, I think it does inspire me a little bit. I think it does. I think you're not going to avoid the big characters, uh, especially if they all heal D3 in the hero phase. That feels very, very strong as a start um it's worrying that you can only build a dps army but i'm really hoping pusco or blight lords like slap because they're fast right their more plague drones have to like slap really hard um they don't have mortal wound output or they do but it's in like very specific places uh, which if you compare like you're like okay maybe they're not doing mortal wound output but that's absolutely like a misnomer in age of sigmar because what they've already done is they've given us fulminator shooting dragon shooting uh a long strike shooting uh for mortal wound output vindictors like combat mortal wounds all over the place in fact actually this kind of feels like a stormcast book that's just worse um in a bunch of different ways because replace doing mortals with doing contagion points for maybe mortals right and then if you go over to iron jaws um or not iron jaws sorry if you go for um, um, uh, well, you go to the Uruk Warclans book, you've got Mortals for Days coming out of um, the Cruel Boys in Bolt Boys or I suppose in, in uh, Stickers if you use the Shaman. And then if you jump over to, to Uruks, you necessarily don't have Mortals, but you've got Ren 3, which might as well be Mortal Wounds, right? Um, uh, so like the output is definitely there the movement is definitely there so i guess this is the tanky army i guess this is the army so really it's whether or not the points showcase that they can build that tanky army can 250 points of blight lords survive against um i mean they're not quite the same but can they survive against a unit of three buffed up pigs i guess because we're going to do nurgle shows all week right we're gonna do them all week we're gonna ask these questions we're gonna we're gonna break the book apart we're gonna look at its constitute its elements how it works it's not just gonna be like a two three hour review show with our thoughts we're gonna talk about it all week every element we're gonna do it together so first impressions right now and then we're gonna deep dive it ask ourselves a ton of questions compare them to different units just deep dive the game it's gonna be super fun i'm looking forward to it uh, i want weird as shit i guess like give me nurgling faction or something i want yes i agree with that um troll bits 40k been waiting about a year to troll you rob most of the time you go live i'm sleeping oh baby you've been waiting a year and you are struggling they haven't even subscribed you sucker <laughs> you sucker all right um i'll be back later to uh hopefully look at the war scrolls i'm gonna try and put them together as uh, uh some documents now um thanks mj pegasus for helping put that out thank you to charlie and call me quinn for helping put some together um uh, also gonna get some lunch it's been super fun um really fun really fun love this this is a much more fun way to do it you guys have been great so do join me for the next one and join me all week uh as we go through this more right uh, best way to find out if we're going to go live is by clicking the notification there's like a bell uh click that um notify me when we're live uh I got you a nice cocking. Yes, come capture. All right. Uh, you guys are brilliant. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks very much.